Hello, everybody. Jonah Hart, no maker on one day at a time, Nikki with you. So let's get a little deeper. Let's look at Vipassana meditation. I'll share a little bit with you. See what you hear. Notice your yuck and yum. Anything calls you, draws you. I'm not sharing it for you to do it. I'm not sharing it with you for you not to do it. Okay, I'm not attached either way. I'm just sharing what it is about that that is coming to the table now in regards to what we're practicing, practicing. Okay? So, Vipassana meditation. Vipassana, which means to see things as they really are, is one of India's most ancient techniques of meditation. It was rediscovered by Gautama Buddha more than 2,500 years ago and was taught by him as a universal remedy for universal ills. In other words, an art of living. This non-sectarian technique aims for the total eradication of mental impurities and the resultant highest happiness of full liberation. So dang cool, eradication of mental impurities. Guys, that is the mental mind loop, the how loop. Just another word, right? Another word for the how loop, the mind loop, the mind, conditioned mind. So right on target when I read that about Vipassana. Vipassana also is a way of self-transformation through self-observation. Guys, Eckhart talks about the fact that the unobserved mind is why we find ourselves in the state that we are in at the moment. Unobserved mind. And I say to you that as long as you're willing to be willing to notice that unobserved mind, start practicing, practicing, noticing the unobserved mind, then the peace that we all long for is being developed. But it cannot be done by anyone other than you. You have to do it for you because you got to be the one that wants to get out of hell. I love that. Vipassana's way of self-transformation through self-observation. And it's really cool because the next line says it focuses on the deep interconnection between mind and body which can be experienced directly by disciplined attention to the physical senses that form the life of the body and that continuously interconnect and condition the life of the mind. So, in other words, the teachings from Eckhart are talking about the pain body the conditioned mind and here they're talking about the disciplined attention to the physical sensations that's what we're learning in Joan of Heart simply though this is the easiest way I have ever found and I've lived 63 years now to get to this space quickly and with everything going on in the world right now it feels like it's time to get to this space now for you personally, the point of here, now, Joan of Heart, 
is so that you can find your peace. Because if you find your peace, boy, who, who isn't going to want to do that for themselves? It's an authentic discovery. You're the one. It's only you. Again, this is what we're getting from moving through the program. You're focused now on the deep interconnection between your mind and body. Since you're doing this action repetitively over and over, you're, you're noticing your breath. When you notice that you're in your mind, when you wake up, you take a breath and you go to your lungs. And again, you're just getting into the natural flow of your breath. Every time you take that simple action, this is what you're doing. You are disciplining attention to the physical cessations that form the life of your body. And that continuously interact and condition the life of the mind. Now, how is that possible? The pain body Eckhart's talking about. So you've got a mind that's running rampant. You've got owies in the body that are rampant all on their own, interconnecting, and they're creating the conditioned mind. All the owies created the condition and condition the life of the mind. So that's how it's being said there. It is this observation-based, self-exploratory journey to the common root of mind and body that dissolves mental impurities, that dissolves the mental conditioning, resulting in a balanced mind full of love and compassion. Yeah, and we're doing it in the 21st century. So that to me is me being here in the 21st century. We're in the 21st century now. It's time to make that shift from the old paradigm of the Newtonian paradigm to the new quantum paradigm. That's what this is. It's the observation-based, self-exploratory journey we're talking about. Along the way, we're dissolving mental impurities. I'm not saying for you to do this. I'm just saying this is what this provided that allows me to share with you what it is you're moving through, okay? So if you're called to check it out, beautiful. If you're not, beautiful. Don't worry about it. This is your expansion, your calling. So you pay attention to your calling, your expansion, okay? So that self-exploratory journey to the common root of mind and body that dissolves mental impurity, guys. It's true and it works. Now, when we add the teachings from Eckhart, then dissolving that mental impurity is, wow, it's incredible. It's an incredible opportunity that you have. And it's ongoing. It's constant. We're doing it 24-7. Except now you'll be able to step out of the conditioned mind, the chatter, being lost in that illusion, and you'll be able to step out of that. Just be present. It'll just be you. You'll no longer have to get through something. It's just you and you alone, okay? You're going to notice that. So the scientific laws that operate 
one's thoughts, feelings, judgments, and sensations become clear. Let me say that again. The scientific laws that operate one's thoughts, feelings, judgments, and sensations become clear through direct experience. The nature of how one grows or regresses, how one produces suffering or frees oneself from suffering is understood. Life becomes characterized by increased awareness, non-delusion, self-control, and peace. Okay? That, it's one of the aspects, it's a pointer towards one of the reasons why you are able to have what you are experiencing. This is what you're experiencing as you continue to move within. The inner world is primary, outer world is secondary. Now, it says here the tradition, meaning the tradition of Vipassana. So the tradition, since the time of Buddha, Vipassana has been handed down to the present day by an unbroken chain of teachers. Wow, that's so cool. Although Indian by descent, the current teacher in this chain, Mr. Essen Goinka was born and raised in Burma, Myanmar. While living there, he had the good fortune of learning Vipassana from his teacher. And please forgive me, I cannot say this name. Sayajayubakin who was at the time a high government official. After receiving training from his teacher for 14 years, Mr. Goinka settled in India and began teaching Vipassana in 1969. Since then, he has taught tens of thousands of people of all races and all religions in both the East and West. In 1982, he began to appoint assistant teachers to help him meet the growing demand for Vipassana courses. Sad to say, Esenguenka has passed on. At this point in my expansion, it does not seem as though it is something to fear, death, and that uh, we continue on. It feels very, very cool. Okay. It's the courses. Okay, so let me read this. The courses. The technique is taught at 10-day residential courses during which participants follow a prescribed code of discipline, learn the basics of the method, and practice sufficiently to experience its beneficial result. The course requires hard, serious work. There are three steps to the training. The first step is for the period of the course, to abstain from killing, stealing, sexual activities, speaking falsely, and intoxicants. This simple code of moral conduct serves to calm the mind, which otherwise would be too agitated to perform the task of self-observation. Do you hear that? That's what we live in. That's our common everyday state. Agitation. Because that is exactly what we live in day in and day out. I'm just saying, let's notice what they're talking about here. Okay? Uh, speaking falsely. 
intoxicants. It's a simple code of moral conduct. It serves to calm the mind. Isn't that interesting? Which otherwise would be too agitated to perform the task of self-observation. Which would be too agitated to perform the task of self-observation. That's how we live. My God, we live. Jesus, that's our daily life. The next step is to develop some mastery over the mind by learning to fix one's attention on the natural reality of the ever-changing flow of breath as it enters and leaves the nostrils. That's why, say, when you wake up and you notice here in your mind, just go to your natural state of your breath. It's very easy. It's very natural. It's a simple action, and it's an action you want to be taking. I'm saying that strongly because that simple action is part of your freedom. So the next step is to develop some mastery over the mind by learning to fix one's attention on the natural reality of the ever-changing flow of breath, ever-changing flow, law of impermanence, okay, as it enters and leaves the nostril. By the fourth day, the mind is calmer and more focused. By the fourth day, guys, calmer and more focused. Better able to undertake the practice of vipassana itself, observing sensations throughout the body, understanding their nature, or in other words, allowing their nature to pop, and developing equanimity by learning not to react to them. That's the, it's equanimity, not reacting to them. Finally, on the last full day, participants learn the meditation of loving kindness or goodwill towards all in which the purity developed during the course is shared with all beings. The entire practice is actually a mental training. Just as we use physical exercise to improve our body, our bodily health, Vipassana can be used to develop a healthy mind. That's what we're doing in Joan of Heart. We're developing a healthy mind. We're doing all of this simply by using the one-liners. Now, if you want to go to Vipassana and sit and meditate 10 hours a day, I say go for it. If you don't want to and you want to find that peace sooner, then listen to what's being shared. Follow the action simply for 90 days. Just simply follow them for 90 days and see what happens. I dare you. The entire practice, right? That's so cool. It's actually a mental training. Okay, now, because it has been found to be genuinely helpful, great emphasis is put on preserving the technique in its original authentic form. It is not taught commercially, but instead is offered freely. No person involved in its teaching receives any material remuneration. There are no charges for the course, not even to cover the cost of food and accommodation. All expenses are met by donations from people who have completed a course and experienced the benefits of Vipassana. 
wish to give others the opportunity to benefit from it also. And that's how we are practicing, practicing our Joan of Heart here. That's our pay it forward stuff, guys. That's what that's all about. Now, of course, the results come gradually through continued practice. It is unrealistic to expect all problems to be dissolved in 10 days. Within that time, however, the essentials of Vipassana can be learned so that it can be applied in daily life. The more the technique is practiced, the greater the freedom from misery and the closer the approach to the ultimate goal of full liberation. Except here we have nowhere to go, nowhere to be, nowhere to get. We're not, there's not a goal because life is just about leveling up to the next space and then uh, allowing it to show itself and taking the next appropriate action and experiencing the day for what it is in that day. Even 10 days can provide results which are vivid and obviously beneficial in everyday life. They were for me. I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm not saying you don't have to do it. I'm just saying it's here, and if it calls you, great. If it doesn't, don't worry about it. All sincere people are welcome to join a Vipassana course to see for themselves how the technique works and to measure the benefits. All those who try it will find Vipassana to be an invaluable tool with which to achieve the sh and share real happiness with others. So, yeah, a life worth living, right? And then we have the 21st century. What I did was I heard about this and I was always looking at the egoic identity. How do I master my mind? How do I master my mind? And that's why I went here. And boy, does it fit in line with what the teachings from Eckhart are and with the teachings that I'm sharing with you. And see, I'm not sharing anything new with you guys. I don't have anything new to share with you. I'm not sharing any great epiphanies with you. I'm sharing, that's all. And I'm sharing what I've learned. And it's important that I share what I've learned. And it's not important that I share what I've learned. Anyway, Vipassana is fully in line. What I want to do is bring to our attention all these different ways to love. Oh, I mean, Vipassana, it supports you in getting there. I'll tell you, everything between Joan of Heart and Eckhart is going to get you what this is saying. It will get you, it, well, to a degree with regards with to the mind. Now, what this does give is that that quiet experience of the calmer sense that they talk about that results in a balanced mind. There's a sense of calmness that comes from that. And that has to be experienced. And if that's something you want to experience there, then go for it. I say go for it. Every experience I've ever had is added. I did Vipassana three times. I would like to go five times so that I can sit for 20 days of silence. And at some point, that may be possible. I'm not certain right now. And that's what I'd like to do. 
And yes, and it's a beautiful experience. It's really great. And I love, love, love how they talk about the judgments, the thoughts, and how they say that specific laws that operate one's thoughts. And here's the blessing. Life becomes characterized by increased awareness, non-delusion, self-control, and peace. And that is absolutely the truth. That can be reached in many ways, right? So I'm just sharing some stuff with you. That's what I want to point out. I ain't trying to sell you nothing. I just share it because it's part of my experience. It's how it fits in line with what we're doing. And I do share it in a way that tells you that you don't have to do that to experience what we're talking about. And yet, if you wanted to, you would definitely experience something newly for yourself by going through Vipassana meditation, 10 days of silence. So everything works together, okay? That's how I see it. Everything works together. This is a beautiful form of meditation. And of all the meditations that Eckhart does speak of, it turns out that it is Vipassana meditation. And lo and behold, it was something I did in 2010. So I had already been doing it before I even heard him talk about it. That doesn't surprise me at this point either. Okay, guys, that's a little conversation there about Vipassana, about the training, how it plays off of Joan of Heart, how Joan of Heart plays off of that in many ways and how we get to come to the... No chatter, the dissolving of the mental impurity that they talk about here by using the one-liners. Okay, I'm going to let you go because I talk too much. Later. Bye.